0: S-D-P-P, the Steve Dangle podcast with your hosts Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde,
1: and Jesse Blake. Let's
2: go. How bad does it have to be for me to get on this show? How bad was it? And defend Trent Frederick, man. How bad does it have to be for me to say, man, Trent Frederick was wronged? You know How what? How bad does it have to be for the entire? NHL fan base, except for Rangers fans who will defend anything. Like mm. if 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 Jake Truba had left his glove on like Chris Letang did against the Sabres and mm. punched Trent Frederick in the face and then said, Ha, and I hate your puppy too, Rangers fans would have been like, He's justified.
0: Truba didn't even hit Franz Ferdinand that hard. <laughs> He's fine. Um. By the He's way, Truba fine. this morning
2: said it was an accident. Frederick and I were both surprised, but it can't happen. I have to control my posture and stick. I deserved the fine. I bet I know who was more surprised. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Who who won the surprise contest? By the way, it's funny. It's like it was an accident, but it was my fault. And and I had Rangers fans in my mentions going, "It was not his fault."
1: Okay. Now, what Truba said is an accurate depiction of what happened. It was an accident,
2: and it was his fault. Yes. Yeah. Both things can be true. That's That's how how rangers fans often work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rangers fans were like, it was not his fault because it was an accident.
0: Well, it's like, okay, remember when, well, uh, no, first of all, I want to get something out of the way. I had a tweet about Jacob Truba yesterday where I said, you know what? On one angle, it looks like he whacked Trent Frederick in the face. But if you look at the other angle, he whacked Trent Frederick in the face, mm-hmm. and that has 7,000 likes for some reason. But I had a lot of Bruins fans going, uh-oh, don't make me agree with this guy. And <laughs> I, Beliefs guy. I, and I, and I just want to wish those Bruins fans a happy and healthy recovery as they realize I'm actually pretty objective look, with this stuff.
2: Look what, the, look, what, look what Jake Truba has done to Boston fans.
0: Now, I, now they're agreeing with you. I, what yeah, the hell? I know. Man, it's either Jake Truba is that bad or I've never actually been that bad at this. Now, what Steve, is the answer? Steve, we'll never
2: know. Steve, okay, before I, because I'm going to ask Jesse next. Mm. Uh, if you were headed to, like if you were to predict, mm-hmm. not if you were the head of, to, to, you know, player safety because that would never happen. How many games do you think this play would have gotten if you were predicting before the, the fine was handed out on Saturday night, which is its own weird,
0: Incredibly strange. Incredibly strange. Uh, five or six games. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> why are you laughing at five or six games?
2: Because Jesse works for the Department of Player Safety.
0: Mm, it's true. It, are you laughing because like their standard is so miserable? No, I'm, I'm letting you continue. Go ahead. Okay. So what was the name? Gustav Nyquist. That's yes. who it was. Yeah. I don't remember the player on the receiving end of it. But do you remember when he speared a guy in the face? He speared a guy in the face base. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, oh, we're never going to see Gustav Nyquist again. Like what a crazy person. They're going to ban him from the league. Sure. Or like they're going to kick him out for the season. He got, I think it was six. And the reason, and uh, uh, people who covered the team at the time were giving me shit um, because Nyquist's stick I think it was Matt Dumba. Mm-hmm. He did it, too.
1: You know why this is so funny? Why? Because you have a history of not remembering that this person exists.
0: Oh, was it Jared Spurgeon? Shit! Oh. Oh. <laughs> who's, who's
1: the captain of the Minnesota Wild? Incredible.
0: Incredible. I have a blind spot for Jared Spurgeon. Incredible. I don't know and what so it is. So does Gustav Nyquist. Apparently. You don't know his
1: existence.
0: <laughs> I just, I, I choose not to know it. I just, I just don't know it. No, okay. So Nyquist, his stick got caught up in something. I think he like accidentally hit the boards. He meant to do something else, you know, something innocuous like spearing him in the chest. But he ends up spearing him in the face. Whose fault is it that Nyquist speared Spurt Jared Spurgeon? Wasn't? Jared Spurgeon. It's his Jared, name. It's That's his, his name. name? <laughs> How whose fault is it that Gustav Nyquist speared Jared Spurgeon in the face? Jared Spurgeon. His yeah, face oh yeah. there.
2: Mm. His face shouldn't have been there. It You're should right. have been his. It should have been his body. It was
0: Gustav Nyquist, of course. Of so course. I didn't give a shit if he didn't mean to do it. You did it, you nutcase. What are you doing, wielding your stick that high? Jesse has it. Where, dude? Are it's a.
2: It's a oh. crazy play. Oh, there they are, top right near the Honda sign.
0: And like the the look (laughs) like
2: right in the face, the
0: look of pure in the face. Wait till you get like the zoomed in version of it, because the look on Nyquist's face says explicitly, I'm going to spear this fucker in the face. He's got nothing but pure hatred on him. And I don't know. Isn't that the same thing? You didn't mean to hit the guy in the face, but you did. You got to be responsible for your stick, you lunatic. So here's a nice little suspension for you. He gets a $5,000 fine like an hour after the final horn. With mm-hmm. It's not a league. We don't have one. Um, and I'm not one of those people who freaks out every time Jacob Truba does something. And we could find this on the show. There have been a lot of hits where people are like, he did it again. And I'm like, what a beautiful shoulder to shoulder body check. Like there are a few where I'm like, mm, I don't know about that, Jacob, but mm. for the most part, I think he gets a bum rap. Um, he has some questionable hits, some walking the line hits. Most of them. I think he walks just on the side of the line that is clean. Mm-hmm. And they he hit whacked a guy in the fucking head. Yeah. What? Like, how doesn't he at least get the two that Matthews got for Darlene? Right? So I said Nyquist five or six, whatever that was. Jesse, what did you say on your pod last night?
1: Uh, I said what what, one, two, or three. I'd be very happy with one, two. It should have been a suspension because it, it was an accident and uh, Trent Frederick wasn't injured, which apparently is something George Peros likes to uh, think about when he's making yeah, I need people to but. stop
0: telling me it doesn't matter. Like, it does oh, for, for oh, their decision. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, explain, that, explain
2: that. Explain that more for people have, who may have missed that debate. Me? So what are people saying to you that, that it, does, it It matters that he was hurt or it matters well, it doesn't so matter? That
0: Whenever I talk about like Lilligren, for example, that yeah. was the most recent one. Brad Marchand can openers him. It should have been at least two minutes. And people go, well, it doesn't matter that he was injured on the play. Yes, it extraordinarily yeah. does. Uh, we, we've yes, seen, it does. We've
1: seen how George Peros uh, hands out these suspensions, and it does matter. My thing was that the NHL, in the rule book, they understand that. Either you you are responsible for your stick. Like yep. no matter what happens with your stick, that is your fault. And yep. just because uh, he didn't mean to do it, it still happened with his stick. So that he he deserves some punishment for that. And the greatest infraction you can you can commit in the NHL is uh, hurting somebody in the head. So yes. there, there's two instances there. You're responsible for your stick, so it's Jacob True's fault. And two, he should be um, – he's, he, you can't hit people in the head. So he, there should have <laughs> no. been some discipline for that. I don't think um, it deserves something like six games. I think that's a little egregious because it was accidental and because there was no injury on the play, but he deserves some sort of suspension.
0: Some sort of suspension. Like, I'm not – I didn't for a moment expect it to be six. <laughs> I had some people texting me this is going to be 30 and I'm like okay settle down this you know yeah. it, it did look like Chris Simon at first um, the the things that that
1: I, I wasn't even like so heated about the suspension and like the fine and everything that I like I come back to this time and time again it's a broken record thing I just have a problem with the way the Department of Player Safety it controls these situations because jacob truva is a one of one like i i'm a huge Truba fan like openly rangers fan i, yeah. I, I root for the rangers because Truba is a one of one in that he toes the line like nobody else in the game right now. he's like now.
0: saving body checking and yeah. he's the like,
1: he's the last guy left who's putting out these hits and and making these connections to guys cleanly so i i'm such a fan of him but in this instance like th- they're taking into account that he has no history You know, like Jacob Trudeau doesn't. Is that
0: true? I thought he'd been fined recently.
1: He's been suspended, uh, one time and fined within the uh history region. So it's only within the last, uh, I think, eighteen months, isn't it? Eighteen months. So he's been fined within that, but his suspension doesn't count. So he has no history. And going into that, every instance of hey, this player deserves some supplemental discipline is taken inside of a vacuum. And that's my problem with the Department of Player Safety. Everything exists within this play. The history of the, the game doesn't matter. Uh, what ha- what will happen in the future doesn't matter. It's a new precedent every single time. Does and George we Peros don't like you? know no. what's going to happen with these suspensions because it's just up to how George Perro sees this individual situation play out. And that's so egregious to the entire process of the way these suspensions are handed out.
0: Yeah. I uh, I don't respect George so no he does um, He makes a decision just
1: on a whim of how that game went and how he feels about this distinct play. and there needs to just be this happens, you receive this. And there is no clear line that the NHL has put out to where if you accidentally hit somebody in the head, this is how many games you get. We have no idea. Right. And the and reason that's for that is, the worst
2: part of this. The reason for that is they they intentionally want
1: to keep it that way. Exactly. They yeah. want it to be as vague as possible so that each time whatever Gary and George feel like doing, they can do it and the rule books can't tell them
2: otherwise. This is a way of keeping players quiet. If You, you know, we talk a lot about why don't players speak up? Why don't they speak out? You'll see Crosby like make allusions to refereeing every once in a while, or McDavid, you know, do the same thing. We're like, yes, like, uh, oh, or Pride Tape was was one recently. It's like finally people talk about it. I can guarantee you, if Travis Dermott is swinging that stick at Trent Frederick's head, he's been he's suspended. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a, he is oh, that's he is.
2: Well, here's no, the thing, I, guys. No, I'm serious. That's no, no. Adams. That's like, Adams' theory. Because no, no, because because in my in my opinion,
0: yeah,
2: um, this is a way of of Bettman and Daly making sure they got a lockdown on, on players and making sure they can control them uh, through other side. avenues. Okay. I've just th- thrown that out no, there. No, no, I want to explain that. And it is my opinion.
0: It's your opinion based on there is no precedent ever for anything. Mm-hmm. And why? And you, then you have to ask why, why would there not be a precedent so that they can, you know
2: what? So that they can, they, they, they can make control. it up as, as they go along. Oh baby. There have the been point. some
0: people kicked out of the sport. That probably ought to have been kicked out of the sport. I think Rafi Torres is the one. Rafi Torres? Okay. Marty McSorley. Here, let me get there. Let me get there. Oh, sorry. Sorry. There have been people kicked out of the sport who it was probably time to kick them out. But if you go and look at some of the things that have been allowed to just go on unchecked or barely checked versus those infractions, you go... Sorry, there's a 40-game gap between these things. Rafi Torres was a repeat, 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 repeat offender. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm certainly not defending him, but, like, they booted him. Uh, McSorley was another one. 23
1: games was Marty McSorley.
0: Chris Simon was another one who I think got 30. Uh, Matt Cook, I think, got a really, really, really long one. Yeah, but they allowed Matt Cook to have a career.
2: And every time he was on the ice, something egregious happened.
0: Tim Peel. Tim Peel, they got rid of by just simply not giving him any more games. He was retiring. Though.
2: He was retiring. He
0: was retiring. And he was only doing what the rest of the refs do. He was just caught. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of refs who just shouldn't have gotten a game for the rest of that season. The precedent from that season is if you go and look for makeup penalties then you can't do games anymore. Well, no, so but none of them should have been allowed. That's what the NHL wants though. None of them should have been allowed back. No, in the because
2: ice. that's what the NHL wants. Mm-hmm. He got caught. That's they want they want that.
0: I also think But they, they don't want you to know that they want that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh-oh, Tim. This a magician never tells their secrets. Get out of here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you, you it's
2: difficult to fire somebody from a union, quite honestly. So that's that would be also probably why.
1: And, and since we're on the refereeing, the worst part of the whole thing isn't the fine, isn't the lack of suspension. It's the man who's standing literally from yes. me to Steve, who looks at Jacob Truba, hit Trent Frederick in the face with his stick and decides that it's not high sticking. He said it was an accident. He said he they, saw that it was an accident. That's not two minutes. It doesn't matter if it's an accident. That is it is written in the rules that even if you hit somebody in the face with your stick <laughs> accidentally, you're responsible for your stick. And it is a two-minute penalty. That is how the rules are written. Unlike suspensions, where it's purposely left vague, this is a rule. And he decided not to call the rule book, even though he's looking right at it. And that's... It's not a real game it's what game are you playing if you are not playing by the rules because then you are
2: not playing hockey
0: you know that gordon ramsay meme where uh he's like oh you beautiful thing like wh- when oh you a- you
2: poor dog because you because uh, he's doing the kids kitchen yeah yeah, yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. he coddles the kids yeah
0: when, uh, like one of the grown-ups makes a mistake you donkey yeah <laughs> jacob truba is the little tiny child making you know little cupcakes in the kitchen mm-hmm. and they're like oh he didn't mean to yeah it was a mistake it was an accident
2: I like Jake Trube too. if Padre I, does anything, you donkey. Yeah, I, I understand why people hate Jake Trube. I, I love the way he plays the game. I think majority of his hits are riding the line, and as long as that's the line, he's going to ride Nobody's it. Nobody's like
0: him. He's a special yeah, guy. He is. He is. And, against and,
2: him. and man, he throws hits the way that we were told FNUF did. You know, like he, there's
0: another guy who laid a million hits and I think got suspended once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of Fanuf's hits were. And pretty I think clean. it was a cross check. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I, I think all that all that is to say. This is not about Jake Truba. I don't think Jake Truba was like, "Let me, let me decapitate Trent Frederick." Like it's, like it's France in the 1790s. Yeah, liberté, wham. <laughs> and there it comes. Yeah, I don't think
1: he
0: thought about France. No, the Truba
2: Revolution. I agree. Uh. <laughs>
0: liberté, Fraternité, So okay. What happened immediately after that? Did Frederick like murder him? No, so they, they had a little scrum and they and I they held them over fun. so that w- might be the most surprising part. What
1: would have helped in this instance is if Frederick went down like he got shot. Oh yeah, hundred. Then you gotta call a penalty because another player's injured. But because Trent Frederick, like he's he was standing on business, like he was he stood mm. up and he's there and he didn't move. Like he was like, oh, But you want to hit me? I'm gonna like I'm gonna stand here, and that was to his detriment because he's a tough guy and he's like not gonna fall to the ground. You yeah. know,
0: the next time he lined up for a faceoff, whoever uh, was on the other team. Like, I'm saying, the next time he lined up for a face-off in a game that wasn't this one, because now all the players have had a chance to go on their phones and go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, next time he's lining up, they're like, hey, like, how's your head? <laughs> what's yeah.
1: what's up with your head? Later in the game, Boston got called for eye sticking. And it was like, it was like borderline. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck, guys?
0: Like, you guys, you're
1: not doing your jobs, referee." Chara's
0: long retired, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a that's a tough one.
1: bad, bad game of ref.
0: That is that photo is it's unbelievable. Yeah, Drew, just I don't think our faces should be in the in the thumbnail for this episode. I think it should just be this. that that ref <laughs> just doing the starfish. Yeah, can hilarious. you put the, the quote <laughs> underneath it of he ben, looks like Patrick saying-
2: from uh, from Spongebob?
0: <laughs> I don't see a high stick. ladle, <laughs> <Little, little, little>. ladle. <laughs> like, Look at that. Little, little, little. Uh, you, I need this photo with the caption underneath of Batman saying we have the best officials in the world <laughs> I know, want I want dude, I want
1: Gary Bettman to look at this picture and give us an answer
0: people yeah the next Gary Bettman <laughs> press conference people need to show up like that congresswoman who uses the marker board I don't right? know her you don't know her no she's always like well here's some math. And then people are like, oh, and she goes, is it funny? Should I every, watch it? Uh, sometimes, not really. Okay. It's mostly depressing because you're like, oh, the world sucks. But no, like <laughs> people should seriously just bring visual aids to the next Batman press conference mm-hmm. to be like, Gary, that's not true.
1: I, I actually agree with him that this is the best that they have because like it wouldn't be better. like I assume AHL refs aren't better than this. It's just that the, this is the way the National Hockey League wants it to be called. They have the, the best guys doing the job that they want to be done.
0: Here, here's what. So I'm you know what I mean? Ref, I do. I do know <laughs> what you mean. I don't think this is a ref going. All right. Let him play. I think this is a ref looking at the scrum and seeing something out of the corner of his eye and being like, I, I didn't actually see him lightsaber that guy in the temple. Did I?
1: I like, think he did. I think
0: if you saw that out of the corner of your eye, you wouldn't believe you saw it.
1: No, I think the dude looked at it and he's like, "Eh, I'm not going to call him this time.
0: Well, then that's fucking stupid and he shouldn't get to do games anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's really <laughs> wow. that's
1: we're not really in charge bad. of it. So,
0: <laughs> hey,
2: should we get to the bed MGM big story? That wasn't it. No, this one is. <laughs> Whoa! let's hit the intro, Jesse. So the BetMGM big story is the Edmonton Oilers scored eight goals last night. Whoa! Woo! Whoa, good for him. Listen, Whoa. we talked about it on Friday, and, and, and you said this about Jack Campbell. and I, and I took your advice. If we're going to talk about the Oilers' downfall, we must also talk about their success. And mm. even as a Leaf
0: fan, I'm like, ah, mm. I just feel a little bit better. Well, like, having basically the two best players in the world hostage on a team that's going to be in the lottery mm-hmm. feels bad for the sport. Right. And so this that game, by the way, is why I will not write them off. Right. It's until they are mathematically eliminated. I won't write them off. It's, now, it's too risky. They, they did it
2: against the Ducks. Fair. The Ducks. Who are yep. ahead of the Oilers. And who are ahead of the Oilers. We right
1: play <laughs> Dostal, who's like criminally offensive to goaltending. Yes.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> he, he won rookie of the month.
1: Yeah, it was bad last night. Yeah,
2: last night. Okay, no, I'm saying in this one game that I watched.
0: Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, It was so, awful.
2: <laughs> so, they got, so they got the Ducks. Okay, they got the Ducks. But my question, guys, is tomorrow night, the true test is Vegas. And when you're looking at the, how do you bet that?
0: Because are the Oilers back or did they have a flash? Well, they've had several flashes this season. Didn't they like thump Nashville 6-0? Yeah,
1: they had a three-game winning streak two weeks ago. Exactly, right? (laughs) And then they went on a four-game losing streak. I
0: think it's going to be must-watch television, the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Edmonton Oilers. They both know what this game means. Vegas has been very mid But they were mid all the way through last season. Yeah, I know. And then they won the Cup. But like mid after a really, really hot start. Shut out in
1: three of the last seven games. Thank you, Drew.
0: Mm, Not very good. Super mid. I think this could be, if you're looking for a turning point of the Oilers season, this could be it. Jesse, how do you bet this? Uh,
1: do you Vegas? Bet I've, I bet Vegas. You do? All day, every day. Never betting against the Stanley Cup champions who consistently time and time again prove that they play the best brand of hockey in the National Hockey League. And I think they're going to take advantage of an Edmonton team that looks to be playing a little loosey-goosey, feeling a little better. And do, Vegas is going
2: to come in there, play their Vegas game, and they're going to win. I somebody,
0: might take the over.
2: Somebody you should bet on uh, is Connor McDavid, who, according to producer Drew 48 hours ago, was 79th in league scoring. He's now to 13th in league (laughs) scoring. Uh, He is now also at BetMGM uh, on BetMGM's website, the top candidate for the Hart Trophy. Mm, McDavid is? Yeah. So check it out. BetMGM.com slash dangle. Again, it's BetMGM.com slash dangle for all the great odds. And you should definitely check out BetMGM.com slash dangle. That's the big story. The BetMGM big story. Now, the Leafs had a stinky weekend. Mm. They did not have an Euler type weekend. They had a stinky weekend. Yucky poo. Um one point in out of a potential four. Now they've come off a pretty good run, and they did play it back to back, and it did sort of look like on Saturday night, especially in the third period, that they were a bit out of gas. Um and definitely, you know, they could have won on uh Friday night. William Nylander put it off post crossbar post in you know, overtime. Like like it it really we could be having a very different conversation today. Yeah. Right? And and that's just the way it goes. You win
0: one of those games. You literally go up by one point from your one out of four.
1: It's not so bad. Eh, it's fine. It's not do, you, so bad. do you feel like are you a little down because Dubas dunked on you
2: after you dunked on him all off? I, I still a his, t- his play. His team is still sub playoffs at American Thanksgiving. So I don't I don't feel bad about it at all. Yeah, I, He uh, came in. To There's still sub playoffs. Talk to me in the playoffs, Dubas. Like I, I'm And the Leafs have got to worry about that, too, by the way. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not feeling good about myself because the leafs have five regulation wins this season
0: cuz that's what it's at. I think it's Columbus is near to them on that one? Uh yeah, the leafs have five regulation wins which is the same as Columbus and the sharks have four.
2: <laughs> that's egregious. That's rough. Mm. So so here's here's the thing. Um there are some things on this team that haven't gone well. Obviously playing um Klingberg and playing Reeves as much as they did at the beginning didn't help things. They just didn't perform to the way that they wanted. Sure, Klingberg was actually a bit of a factor against the 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 Chicago Blackhawks, which caused you to get your uh, not Klingberg, excuse me. Reeves was the back oh, against the Blackhawks. Moved into set. What is it? Uh, uh, oh, what's the what's the tweet here? I mean, he moved
0: into. I can't remember, <laughs> but it was his 60th career NHL goal, and I yeah. just pointed out, like, listen. A that lot of people misinterpreted matters. that tweet. <laughs> A lot of well, listen, I'm not saying he's good. I'm not, but you can't be like, "Oh, he fucking sucks, dude." He's played over 800 games. Do you know how rare that is in the NHL?
1: Yes, and I don't think anybody's saying he's like not an NHLer.
0: If you play 150 games, it gets you into like the top half in history. Uh, which one is it? Okay, Ryan. I need my glasses for my own tweet. Wow. Ryan Reeves has 130 points, more than 72.2% of players ever. 60 goals, more than 76.8% of players ever. 843 games, more than 91.2% of players ever. And this one, 108 playoff games, more than 95.9% of players ever. You can think he stinks, but that's an NHL career most players would gladly take. I don't think there's any anybody that can disagree
2: with that. It's true. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's I don't true. think that was the point a lot of people were trying to make.
2: No,
0: a lot of people <laughs>
1: thought I was just saying, hey, he's good. Yeah. I which, think people no. took it as like, oh, Steve thinks he's good now. No. Because he played a lot of games.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's like the mob, man. You're only as good as your last envelope. I am permanently carved into rock the last thing I said. It doesn't matter anything that I said before it. Mm-hmm. Whatever I said most recently, that's me. Then that's me in my entire past, my present, and my future until think, I say something else. You
1: think Ryan Reeves is good? <laughs> yep, you bet. He's played 108 playoff games. It's in the numbers. That means he's
2: good.
0: Yeah. Now two points per game. You do it. I gave you all them fucking numbers. I'm not. I'm not um, doing it.
2: Uh, yeah, but I mean, he was, he scored a goal, had a good fight, brought Seth Jones off the, uh, off the ice. That was a good trade.
0: Yeah. Yes. I don't know about a fight, but yeah, that's an awesome trade.
2: Take it. Right. Of course. Um, but from the two games this, this weekend, guys, if you were to outline an issue that has been ongoing, which is probably one of the major contributing factors as to why the Leafs do not have more people are worried about the regulation wins, just more wins in general but the regulation wins is a, is a big thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like playoff versus five on five or power play versus five on five. I don't know.
0: They have four regulation wins in, in North America. Oh, <laughs> Which
2: now, is the same amount as Columbus. And What would be the reason, would you say, is the, the main reason?
0: Well, okay. The main reason, like going back to the beginning of the season, bad goaltending, bad defense. The goaltending has improved. Game in and game out. Sammy doesn't look unplayable now. He looks a little bit more confident. Still not great. Wasn't very good against Chicago. Um, Wool has not been superhuman. Defense, I think they've taken steps. Still not the best. That top line is mid. It is mid. Who's the top line?
2: Tavares, Nylander? Because they're the ones who are producing the most.
0: Matthew Nyes, the rookie who scored last game. Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner they're mid now they're
2: playing mid as what, what about their play as mid
0: uh connect a fucking pass first of all like man there is stuff that Mitch Marner does and so much of the top line runs through him that's why he's getting picked on um right now like he's he's got to play defense for them he's got to carry the puck he's got to be the distributor He's got a huge burden. Like, I don't deny that. But there are so many things he does when things are going well that just look so stupid when they're not. All the behind-the-back passes and like these guys don't know where each other are right now. Right. They don't. And they turn it on and and pull off this Harlem Globetrotter shit every third period after getting their teeth kicked in uh for the first 40 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of playoff hockey is tight, and <laughs> everything with the Leafs is done through the lens of how are they going to be in the playoffs. I'm trying not to look at it that way because I mean I don't know how you don't. Well, it's November. I, I, I think
2: it. I think that does matter. I think you absolutely of course it does. But it's management, November. coaching, players—they all need to be looking at it like that. I guess. Who I guess, cares guess if they finish sixth in the East, which is where they are right now,
0: the reason the leash is so short with these guys. Is they're playing poorly the same way that they always play poorly. Right? They're forcing everything. Um, and they're not connecting their passes. Now,
2: people are gonna look at you, and and this is also a part of the LFR on Saturday night, specifically when it comes to Marner, because his name has been coming up. Sure. Well, the coach criticized him. His name well, should be. Well, well, that that we'll get to. Mm. Marner has. Five goals and 15 assists in 19 games. That's 20 points in 19 games. What's your problem?
0: Well, he's got three assists in his last seven or eight. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that's a lower pace than he usually plays at. And even when he's playing at a higher uh, pace, where have they ended up? Can I add to that? Sure. Of those 20 points that
2: Mitch Marner has, 10 of them came in three games. Two games with four points.
0: Yeah, one game with two dude, Uh, he's paid eleven point nine million dollars to be great every night. That is um, more than point of game money. Ten point nine,
2: by the way. Ten point nine. What did I say? I think you said eleven 9.
0: Oh, sorry. Ten point nine. <laughs> they feel the same. Ten point nine. Um. Oh, he's got all the. <laughs> That's baseline what for that mean? amount of money. And the same goes for Austin because he's got what? Fourteen goals. Nine of them came in three games. Yeah. I think he's got four multi-goal games. Yeah. Well both of them are mid as hell. So let me ask you guys.
2: Let me ask you guys this. What do you do?
0: Well, a lot of people were saying split him up. The second line is on fire.
1: Yeah, there's no way you can break up Willie and Tavares.
0: So what do you do? Do you I mean so you're going to be like, well, the top line scored last game. Mm, no, not quite. Yarn Croak was out there in place of Marner with Matthews and Nyes when Nyes scored. Yep. I mean, Keith obviously loves Yarn Croak. Would you demote Mitch? I don't think that makes much, much sense. Can I tell you what they're doing? What are they? Oh, do they have new lines today?
2: Matthews with Nylander, Marner with Tavares.
0: hmm. So, right as of the nice Nyes Matthews Nylander, Yep. Bertuzzi Tavares Marner. Marner. Now you got to remember,
2: Tavares' best goal scoring year came with Mitch Marner. Oh yeah, he, he had forty seven goals. He's a
0: spectacular a, player. You really shouldn't have to say it.
2: What M- with Mitch Marner? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's I think the story is spectacular player isn't playing spectacularly, right? Like we're used to, we're used to gold medal. And we're getting bronze right now. Mm-hmm. And it's so, bronze is still good. But we are hoping by the playoffs that that gold is figured out. Because for this team to win, Matthews and Marner and Tavares and Nealiter all need to be going.
0: They don't write books about bronze. That's right. And that's what
2: I'm saying is that I think the... the it's it, I don't know why people, when you criticize somebody, you have to f- firstly say that they're good. Does that make everybody feel better? Mitch Marner is good at hockey? If, I if, think the contract acknowledges that. I think what we're looking at here and the place in the lineup and the fact that he's the assistant captain. I'm talking about the stuff like Kelly, Kelly Rudy did a a quick segment on Hockey Night in Canada, and I know you were doing your stream, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, about Mitch Marner's body language. He's like, oh, I would just Oh, it's horrible. And yeah. typical, I feel bad. And Kelly, Kelly is like, I feel bad for him because Kelly's a really good guy. Kelly's he's, like Kelly's a guy you would just want to hug. He's like the best guy. And he's, he's extremely nice. Awesome dude. But I think what Kelly missed is that this isn't a player who's just frustrated this is a player who's wearing a letter right i and, don't and i think it matters i think body language matters when you're part of the leadership group yes whether you're because here's the thing morgan riley's had a couple of bad stretches he's been injured he's been whatever but don't a couple of years ago the way people were talking about morgan riley and his defensive game mm-hmm. he, it was atrocious it was in the toilet last year uh, at this time last year, probably one of the guys we would have singled out as as not being playable was Morgan Riley because of the injury. He's
0: underratedly been one of their best players.
2: He's been amazing. He's yeah. been amazing. And, and that really kicked off in the playoffs. But what I'm saying is we knew Morgan Riley was capable of more, and he wasn't doing it. And that's what what became the story, right? Mm-hmm. So this is where I look at this and go, okay, so with Marner and the body language, clearly frustrated. Yeah, I know Yellow the guy I know the guy wants it. Like he wants to win. I'm not worried about Mitch Marner's want to win a meter. He wants it too much. Well, so yeah, I, He's I feel like in his own way. The one thing I'd say with Riley, and maybe this is a personality thing as well, but I I do think it's a maturity thing. Riley never was like slamming a stick or shrugging or doing what. I, and it and it uh, it is one of those things where I feel like not that it's going to make his play worse or his teammates play worse, but when you see your best player doing that, you kind of like. Shit, Like you you feel for him, but it's also a bit of a distraction.
0: Well, this, this is who needs to be talking to the refs. And like Mitch's problem is he talks to the refs mid play.
2: <laughs> yeah. Man, play. he's got to knock yeah. that
0: shit off. They do not like that. Mm-hmm. They hate it. And I don't want to say strip the letter. I want to say stop talking. Stop whining at these guys who are heavily their their decisions are heavily, heavily influenced based on whether they like you as a guy or not. Look what happened to Bunting. That was catastrophic mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened to him last year. And it's because they hated the guy and they just decided the rule book doesn't apply to you.
1: Yeah, I hate the thing. Mitch does when you, like, make a bad pass or, like, something won't get through the slot and, like, it goes the other way. And he stops and he looks at the sky and then he turns around and he skates up the ice. You know, that... That mid-game stuff, and Adam, you brought up that that pack that they did on Hockey Night, and I thought I was like I was happy they did it because it was something that we kind of brought up a couple weeks ago that you kind of notice when you're isoing on Mitch and you look at him and you see it in person. And every time there's a mistake on the ice that's his fault, you know, or something just goes wrong, he wears it out loud. And I, there's a difference between being competitive and wanting to win and just being openly frustrated at anything going wrong at any moment. And Mitch, for a lot of the season has just been kind of whining on the ice whenever anything goes wrong it's th- this look to the sky and uh and, and then skating back and it, i don't like
0: that i don't think he fucks up more than the average nhl player no you know but it's the he way, just he has the puck more it's the way you handle it man yeah, yeah. right it's the way you and, can handle it. And, and it's just not in a place where it's productive right now. It's hurting him.
1: Right. And he does. Uh, I wouldn't say fuck up, but he does uh, result in in giveaways, his play, more than any other forward in the league. Last year, he led the league in defensive zone giveaways. And it's, wow. a, it's a testament to him having the puck more. He led the Leafs in giveaways. And he had 92 giveaways last season. The next closest in giveaways was Morgan Riley, who had 60. Wow! Now (laughs) he has the puck because Because he has the puck all the time. That he can't be reacting like this all the time. But it shows how much. Yeah, he
0: has it. He has it. If he's not playing well, like Matthews can float and bang in a pair, right? Mm -hmm. All game. Yeah, he can float and bang in a pair as long as Mitch is playing well. If Mitch isn't playing well, and the puck is not on Matthews' stick, nothing's going in for that line.
1: Yeah, we don't we don't give credit to Mitch enough for the way he plays in every situation. No matter what's happening on the on the ice, he can throw. If if you need an extra man for the six on 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 five, you know you can throw him out there. If you need somebody to penalty kill, you can throw him out there. Every situation, Mitch is out there. But when he's not going, it 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 holds back the team a little because well, he has
2: the puck so and much. And that's when you accept that contract, you have to accept that that's going to come with it and the criticism too.
0: Well, and hey, and, hey, what what's Mitch been? This season,
2: a point of game player.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he used the G word. Good. Yeah. He's been good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He He doesn't
0: make good money. No, he makes great money. I'm, I'm sorry. I said this years ago. I'll say it again. I'm sorry. You got everything you wanted. This is what comes with it. You're making great money. You're one of the highest paid forwards in the league and you're the second best right winger on your own team. This can't stay the case if you have any aspirations of doing anything as an individual or as a team.
1: I would feel so much different about the contract if he was a center too. Like being being a winger and making that money. Mm -hmm. Like the way the salary cap has just been flat. And we're going to
0: do it again? It's
1: hurt the Leafs so hard.
0: We're going to sign another one? To the same amount and somehow we're going to have one year of, what did you call it? Flippy dappy doo? (laughs) The swappy doodle doo. Swappy doodle doo. -doo. -doo. Swap the uh,
1: Neilander and Tavares contracts, and then you're good.
0: Like, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't care about the games. How do you, how do you move forward? They gotta be great. What do you do? Uh, Well, you start by splitting them up. Um, Now that's either going to give you two great lines or uh, zero that produce. So I guess we'll see because the second line has been so fucking good.
2: <laughs> I don't think the Leafs are going to be zero that produced. Well, I, I, well, I, like, I do know that Tavares and Marner have really great chemistry. And yes, and the, the one thing I'll say is that Willie and Maddie had some pretty great years as well together.
0: I wish you yep. could you could at least sample Marner with Domi and Robertson. I don't think you can. Uh, Domi doesn't have a goal. But also, did you see the, the photo of him the He's got a splint on his He's pickup. got a splint on his bottom pinky. Right? So No, yeah. he's been really good. He's he's been playing fine. Yeah. I like adequate. that line. Every time yeah. that line's out there, they do something. And you look at his points versus Mitch's points, and you go, what's the difference? Uh, it's about $7.5 million. There's no way
1: you put... Uh, Sorry, nearly
0: $8 No million. one's making that comparison.
1: You're, you're yeah. not also putting uh, Marner with Domi. And, Too much playmaking. No. They'd never Robertson. shoot. That doesn't make sense. It's also anything. like, you. I don't think you're allowed to put Mitch on a third line. Like, that's not happening.
2: Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's laughing. There's a very these are problems that they're like these are Toronto problems. problems. No other team
0: has these are Toronto. No, hold problems. on, they don't have these.
2: Problems. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's it so
0: good teams don't have these.
2: Problems. There is, there is a very definite, different way that the team speaks about certain players. When we talked about when 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 Trliving came in, and the Ryan O'Reilly quote too, both of them talked about. Living talked about de-emphasizing the core four. Ryan O'Reilly talked about perhaps there's too much emphasis on the core four. Okay. Now, as a fan, that could mean a, a million different things. Stop chewing into the mic.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I'm to, mm. to you chew all
2: ASMR. It's not baby. great. <laughs> so, uh, I'm I'm just taking these halls so I don't cough into the mic. So. Subwoofer guy, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> um. So, with that, there's there there's clearly something. Right, And the way that these players are talked about to a man is very different. Tavares, if he's talked about, people are like, well, he's old and slow. And uh, he's not old. He's a little slower, still produces, still does great. How
0: often does he give you a reason to talk about
2: him? Never. Never. And I love John Tavares. I think he's been a great captain. He doesn't put a foot wrong. He's he's put up points every year in line with his career averages. I've never had a problem with John Tavares, not a single game. How'd he play? Oh, well, again. Yeah. Matthews is when he's on world beating hasn't yes. been on most of the year along with Mitch so I feel like it's a little unfair that we're just sticking this on Mitch Matthews had we explained why we're we doing it
0: I don't feel bad but yeah I, but, we but, explained but, but, why Matthews,
2: but if we're going to use that argument Matthews is in the same boat
0: oh he's going to be All the right. highest paid player in the league next year it's unacceptable that they're both on the same line and performing this poorly
2: and then you've got Nylander, who's been world-beating this year, yeah. which has been a first time. I've never seen William Nylander become like a game-breaking player. We always knew he had the talent, but the, the results are showing this year. This he, is like, yeah. he is a, he's a factor every time he's on the ice.
0: He's one of the... I've never referred to him as one of the best players in the world. And he's been playing like that this season. But the thing is, when Willie was down
2: in previous years, and he has had some down times where he's yes. been benched and yeah. um, demoted and all those sorts of things, he was always super chill about it which makes him a really great Toronto Maple Leaf. They the Leafs organization's been pretty open and honest about it. They haven't been shy about criticizing Willie. When you look at the Amazon documentary, you don't even have to take my word for it. Go watch it. 2 years ago, Keith comes out and he says something along the lines of best players are not performing. And then later on you see him at practice talking to Jason Spezza and he says to Jason, "I understand some of the uh, some of the guys are mad at me." And Jason Spatza says, you would be correct. And it's about those comments. And, you know, (laughs) I think that the coach realizes that there are certain players in this market that have to shoulder a lot more of the burden when it comes to like social media pressure or fan pressure. That's what the money's for. However, however, it does feel like there's a little bit of, you know, with, with Keith's comments, has he been honest about Mitch's play this year? Has he been honest about Austin's play this year? Yes, and then he walked it back. Like, it was it like wasn't even last a day, season. right? What did he say? It was morning to morning to evening <laughs> skate on <laughs> it Saturday, was before right? Before the game and then after the game he walked back the comments. Talk talk to me about it. You
0: don't want the pressure Hold to take less. No, no,
2: to t- explain the situation. I don't think everybody oh.
0: watching knows. So, uh Jesse's bringing up the quote, but basically a couple days ago, Keith Said something about, uh, I think it was specifically Mitch and the way he's playing. And it's about as harsh as he's been about Mitch publicly. And then after the next game, which was also a loss, by the way, um, he had to be like, well, hey, now with the pile on. And I don't think we should pile on. Well, people do. But let's, of course people do. And like, I shouldn't have to, you... Just logically criticizing someone should not have to answer for the ocean of psychopaths who flood someone's Instagram comments.
2: That's a good point. And I think we do need to get away from that. You are not representative of those people when you criticize and don't make it personal. Mm.
0: Yes.
1: For All right. God's sake. So you guys want the the two comments? Yes. So before the game, Sheldon Keefe on Mitch Marner's recent performance. This was during the day on the 25th, which was Saturday. Sheldon Keefe said, just not executing at the level you'd expect from Mitch. At times, he's had it. I thought after being challenged after the second period last night, that line and Mitch in particular had a better third period and showed some positive signs. But no doubt, Mitch hasn't found his groove here yet.
0: Here, we're going to go through that again. And we're going to analyze the English language.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> read the first sentence. <laughs> so you don't want me to do the thing where I re- read the before and the after. You want to like, no. hold on this first? No, no.
0: Because because it's wild that this needed to be walked back.
1: Okay. Okay. So he says, just not executing Criticism. at the level that you'd expect from Mitch. Compliment. At times, he's had it. Compliment. I thought after being challenged after the second period last night that that line and Mitch in particular had a better third period and showed some positive signs. Compliment to the entire line with Mitch emphasized. But no doubt, Mitch hasn't found his groove here yet.
0: Criticism. <laughs> All
2: right, Jesse, read the read the second half. So what later that
1: day after the game on Saturday, Sheldon Keefe said this. I think we could all agree that they can play better. Criticism. But one of the reports I get before every game, one of them I took, I look at is our five on five scoring this season. And at the top of the list is Mitch Marner. Compliment
0: with evidence.
1: We'll stay building out our team and building our group, but let's not pile on
2: the negatives here. Defense. Also, let me just throw this at you. Uh, Mitch Marner should be at the top of your five on five scoring. That's what he's paid to do. I think so I and 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 I that, that's great that's great that's fantastic that he's doing that but there is a clear walk back here and and by the way Absolute. Sheldon Keith in the morning just said in the morning what the three of us just said here and what I said when you were in Sweden <laughs> remember when I was like hey we gotta we got to talk about we got to talk about this. I want him to activate a little. Adam, more. I, I get more involved. this is a quote from
1: you. You said not expecting not executing at the level you'd expect from Mitch. At times, he's had it. I thought after being challenged after the second period last night, uh, Mitch in particular had a better third. But no doubt Mitch hasn't found his groove here yet. I believe you that's an Adam. Wild it's quote. not an Adam. You Wild know quote what?
0: Directly. You, you I know what? Basically, it, you said. Yes. That. <laughs> By the way, like we've, we bring up cap friendly a lot on this show and you'll see NMC next to his name. And that stands for no more criticism. no more criticism there so no more even though even if it's wrapped in blankets and blankets of compliments
1: the first thing he has to do after the game is compliment him
0: man oh man
1: it's not an easy place place to
0: play you don't you don't (laughs) you don't tell a 10.9 million dollar player at second intermission, hey, what if you were good? Guys, like, <sighs> I asked in the summer how how many more times you were willing to have this conversation and the Leafs answered loud and clear on July 4th, at least two more years. So, I think, hope you know, don't, don't expect them to use their picks. They're gone. Don't, get too invested in any prospects, they're gone because the way this team has to operate if they want to compete is give away all of their assets at the trade deadline every year instead of icing a balanced lineup because they chose to stay with this core. And do you like William Nylander? You like him? All right. Well, any of you with accounting degrees or... Just really good at using an abacus. How the fuck are they gonna do that?
1: They have to. How are they gonna keep this play? They have to. They do have, they to, have to keep it. To. Yeah.
0: Bullshit, how? They have to. Give me a how. No one's giving me a good how. What Alex Steves is your fucking second line center? Like what like what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? There's a finite amount of money. Mm-hmm. I wonder- it's got nothing to do with liking a guy or not.
1: I wonder if Mitch Marner thought it'd be easier to be a Toronto Maple Leaf.
0: I li- like listen. His childhood dream, his childhood team. Um, he anyone accusing him of not caring is completely out. Yeah, yeah Don't yeah, listen you're to missing. anyone who's saying that. Yeah. He, I think his problem is he cares by far the most out of anyone on this yes. team, um, and he doesn't handle it well. And you know what? Like John Tavares makes eleven million dollars. You've been this guy's teammate for how long? Take him aside. Come on, what's going on here, man? You make eleven million dollars. Go up to the cottage. Have a have a day at the cottage. I'd do whatever you need to do. Have another one of those yeah, fucking cottage meetings. I would, I would think guys.
1: they would have tried that.
2: Like, I think it's ignorant I've of us. Never, if we, if they had tried that, they would have heard, We would have heard about it. No, I
1: think, I think they've they've tried a lot, and I think this is this is what you get. How a al- lot? How long are we into this ten year? Seven years. You don't think you don't think
2: they've tried everything? I After nearly a so. decade? I don't think so, because I think they're taking baby steps. And and listen, baby steps. I mean, sorry, no, walking on eggshells is a better way to put it. And listen, I don't want this criticism just linked to Mitch. It's been Mitch and Austin. But this is stuff we've seen from Mitch previously, right? And, and Austin's had his, his streaky moments and that sort of thing. But as you said earlier, so much of the team, and rightfully so, goes through him. That when
0: it's like, when he's off, you notice it. You said, like, okay, you can't put Mitch on the third line. Like, why? Why? Then you could have a double-digit guy on three different lines. Mm-hmm. Like, Willie is playing well enough this year that, like, give him a line. Why not just give him a... Try fucking something. Uh, the something. Other,
2: the other thing I want to ask... There's
0: only know. one puck? Yes.
2: Yes. Try something. So so what I want to ask you on on this is, um, you know, or I guess what I want to say is that as soon as this picks up, because I do feel like it will. These these slumps can last the season, but I feel like. Like because, his play? I feel like, you know, like we just saw Connor, Connor McDavid go off this weekend, right? Okay, yeah. Mitch is the kind of player that can do that. Okay. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. We'll be the first ones to say that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I think that shouldn't have to be said, but it does need to be said as well. It shouldn't have to be. We shouldn't have to say this, but as soon as the play is where it should be, we're going to be jumping for joy. We're rooting for this player. I just want to. I want to understand what's going on.
0: We've been why, rooting for this player. That, that why is why the, is this happening? That is the fatigue you're seeing in my face and body.
2: Now, forty games from now, you could be having a completely. Ah, Mitch Martin could be in for the heart. You don't know. You actually don't know, right? Like it. It yeah. literally can switch that quickly. Yeah. That's
1: why it's important to isolate what we say and then believe that this always is our feelings forever,
2: especially three months from now.
1: And it could never change. (laughs) Steve loves that (laughs) because what you say once is
2: how you feel forever. That's right. That is fact. The thing about breaking it down game by game is that you got to break it down game by game, which means things
0: change. I'll never get credit for complimenting Mitch 90 times out of 100.
2: Neither will, and, she, and neither will Sheldon
0: it. Keefe. No, that's I don't the expect thing. it. I don't expect it. Um, it's weird. It's weird from a psychological standpoint to expect nothing but praise all of the time. That's all I'm saying. Or to need it. I mean, I need it. Don't you? <laughs> I also, I,
2: I mean, I think part of growing up too is understanding... What praise and what criticism matters? You know, I think, I think, you know, what is it Elliot always says? Like, he's like, there's certain players that he go, he's actually talked to certain players and be like, listen, you should probably have your family stop sending you articles. Right. Mm. Uh, Steve Simmons, when he was on this show, was like, I think it was Darcy Tucker knew where the commas were.
0: It's such a good line.
2: Yeah, it's it's a very Steve Simmons line. It's like gotcha, and and but also a little bit like yeah,
0: okay. But if you are listening to the show, because you never know who's listening, okay. If you see something or hear something and send it to a player in the NHL, you're a fucking weirdo. Why would you do that? As if it's going to help them. What the fuck's the matter with you?
2: Well, maybe they think they're doing you a service. Like, do you know what they're saying about? No, you? I
0: think they want the perception that they're doing you a service so that uh, they're in your favor. Oh, stop falling for these fucking leeches is all I'm trying to say. So but what about the rest of the Leafs? We we get on that? Well, I, I
2: think I think I'm drawing Matthews into this criticism, too. Yeah, although he did. I'll be honest with you. It did look better with Yarn Croak and Nyes, and I felt like I feel like Nyes has been waiting to break out. I've really liked his fantastic. play. I've really liked his play, and I feel like please put Ma- Matthew Nyes on a better line.
1: No, yeah. no, <laughs> I think I think like, he play. They just need to. I think they need to step their game up. Matthew Nyes plays well when they're all going. He's a good complement to the line. That dude's gonna be a long time NHLer.
0: Oh, you think? Yeah i'm uh i'm really tired of having a tiptoe around this topic but i guess we'll do it i don't think we're
1: tiptoeing yeah what are you talking about you i just, think we said good player like not 30 been gr- minutes talking about him. Yeah. i don't think about i think you just jumped in headfirst yeah. into the pool i think you're good <laughs> into into your
0: uh, muskoka cottage lake i didn't touch the bottom
2: well <laughs> <laughs> well with that said um i feel like it's the uh uh I feel like it could change tomorrow night. That's when they're playing next. Who do Get they play?
0: Oh, they'll let they'll let us know if it does change tomorrow night.
2: Oh, for sure, Panthers tomorrow night. It's a good mm-hmm. good test game. Oh, Toronto or Florida? Uh, it looks like it's in Toronto. Nice. Yeah, and then they're off to Seattle. Yeah. Did you sell your season tickets for that game? I didn't. It's a big game. Oh. No, I'm not going to that game. Oh, you're not going to that game. I wish I was. Uh, Mastercard. We have to, we have to hook those guys up. <laughs> guys? <laughs> Guys? card what is it mastercard
1: card holder card card holders there you go yeah.
2: benefits okay hey this show is sponsored in part by better so listen if you want to feel better potentially get some help sorry BetterHelp. you made it sound like that was going to be it <laughs> ah no i well i i should, should i just go back to the hockey now yeah yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> no because adam sometimes you got to take care of yourself
2: absolutely Absolutely. And, and the great thing about BetterHelp is that you're matched with somebody very quickly, usually by the time most people admit. Can I tell this story? No. Mm-hmm. Oh. There was a time when I uh, was were married. You were married. Yeah, I, yeah cause several times, actually, uh, <laughs> there was a time when I was a younger man and a friend of mine reached out and said, not doing so hot. And it took me months to convince this person that uh, therapy was not only an option, but it wasn't failure. Right. A lot of people equate therapy with I failed at life, hmm. which is not what it is at all. That's like going to the gym, going to the gym and going, I'm, I failed at life. It doesn't make any sense at all. Sometimes you just need a, <coughs> sometimes you just need a disinterested party to toss things against. And the great thing about BetterHelp is you can sign up. Um, we've got, uh, options for video chats. You got options for phone calls. You got options for text message, whatever it is you're comfortable with. Better help is the place to go. And if you go to betterhelp.com slash STP today, you get 10% off your first month. That's better H E L P.com STP. <laughs> um, I listen, uh, the, the next thing I want to talk about was the Marc-Andre Fleury mask thing. If you haven't seen this, essentially Marc-Andre Fleury gets a mask, uh, done by an, a, a kid, who happens to be indigenous, indigenous, um, and it goes against the NHL's policy of of you know having any sort of political activism. Um, that means hockey fights cancer. That means Black Lives Matter. That means anything that you can imagine is a cause is no longer allowed. <laughs> so Mark Andre Fleury, the question was, was he going to wear the mask? Because he said at the press conference when they did when the kid showed him the mask, and the mask was beautiful, by the way. And he's like, I'm gonna wear it. And everybody's like, okay. 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 Cause we because we've heard we've heard players speak out, but we've never actually, besides Travis Dermot, we really haven't seen anybody do anything and put this policy of the NHLs to the test. Marc-Andre Fleury did it. And Greg Woshitsky tweeted out mid-game. He's like, My understanding of it is that it's in violation, but that there is no subject penalty. So Marc-Andre Fleury violated the rules, but there is no penalty for violating the rules. Right now.
0: Uh, Guys, we cheer for a niche sport and a uh, basically essentially a rogue league. Like this is, uh, yeah, you ever see that Will Ferrell movie semi-pro? Yeah. That's the NHL. It's just not. It's a good movie. It's a good
2: movie. Very good movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Not one of his best, but like still pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But like
1: his best is still like. Legendary, nine out of ten.
0: He has, a, he has a, you know, much like the Mitch Marner saga. His standard is great.
2: Yep, yeah. Then it's up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when an Anchorman two comes out and it's oh. bad.
0: Yeah. Holy then, shit. Then that's a story. Yeah, I haven't that's, shut off. that's a story. I haven't shut off a lot of movies. That's a what, terrible movie. Uh, when when they got to the 20th cameo during the fight, I went, ah, and turned it and off. They could, I was like, that's enough.
2: The thing with that movie is they could, the, the premise was perfect. Network news, CNN. Yeah, yeah they did it the first it's, time. It was it's good. Perfect. It's per- no, well, because the first time was local news and that it's now we're in the uh, 80s. Uh, okay, oh, yeah. now we got cable news. What?
0: And they just... They, man, they fucked that up. Anyway, sorry. So, um, this Marc-Andre Flurry mask, um, like, listen, I understand why after last year they were like, all right, no more anything. And I think they took it too far. <laughs> the, like you, you, you mentioned like, uh, no more like causes or political masks that Nothing- what 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 is what is this? Any functioning brain-using adult would be like, "Oh yeah, no, this is fine."
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. But they were like, "Oh, let's shut down all themed everything." Well,
2: and I think that's where it comes down <laughs> to, guys, the fact that the this, uh, the NHL came up with this policy and pulled it out of their butt, and they didn't. Yeah. at no point, and that the reason I put it in those terms is because that's how comical it is it is it's a policy that they did not think through that they had no preparations for and for some reason and this is weird didn't think they'd be challenged on at no point it seems in their processing did they think somebody might challenge us on this and we might we might need to
0: save face well like they didn't come up with any contingencies all right no pride tape <laughs> Okay, but what if what if a player has like been regularly using it anyway?
1: And what what if it's in the rules that you're allowed to use any color tape?
0: Oh, uh, fucking. Okay, no more specialty <laughs> masks. No more specialty masks. What about for
1: cancer? And somebody wants to support cancer, Steve Bettman.
0: Oh, uh, fucking. <laughs> what
2: about uh, aboriginal? That? Hold on, hold on. Are you pro-cancer or are you anti-cancer? Ah, no, we can't allow <laughs> cancer
0: masks. I, also, I was a fence sitter, but I've decided I'm anti. Let me
2: just throw this at you. Earlier Friday, Fleury said he was upset that due to league rules, the team would not allow him to wear a custom design mask for Native American Heritage Night to honor his wife, who's a registered member of, the tribe in, uh, of a tribe in Canada, as you mentioned earlier, Jesse. So again, it's Native American Heritage Night. He happens to be wearing a mask that's different from his mask mm-hmm. painted by a Native American. Mm-hmm. And that somehow makes it a cause. Yeah, that that falls outside of what the NHL. rules. They're saying okay. you, you've themed it because
1: this theme night. So then you're you have a mask that's themed as a theme night. So that's not allowed. Is Dude, it, I, it, I don't it, know, man. It's awesome. the same thing, oh, it's the thing with the cancer mask a couple weeks ago. Uh, like it was it was cancer night, cancer, cancer awareness night. And they, they had a theme on the purple mask. And that's a theme. So you can't do it. But then you just go out and wear it. And they're like, ah, shit. You know, we can't really find you for supporting cancer.
2: What's hilarious about this <laughs> like, it's so is the league has yet to even comment on it.
1: Yeah,
0: because they can't.
1: What are they going to say? Ah, we fucked up. They're never going to admit that.
0: Listen, we didn't have like a plan. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> they can't say that. We're just making it up. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this is very nakedly what happened, right? What do you want Bill Daly to say? Mm, something morose <laughs> fucking every time he shows up on camera I'm like you know what bring Gary on we are <laughs> like I don't know how, I can't tell which one of you I, I think the one I like the least is the one who's on camera. Gary Gary
2: can be head. electric on on Mike I don't think Bill Daly's ever been accused of being charismatic though. no we are, we're a couple weeks away from hearing them
1: talk though yeah, we get them in the GMA meetings, at least like somebody will try and stick a mic in their face outside of one of those hotel conference rooms. And then um, he's usually on with somebody during the winter classic, like he'll go on the TV broadcast. So we're like a couple of weeks away from at least hearing from them. And that needs to be a question to me the first of several questions that needs to be asked by one of these broadcasts. And
0: that's the one where you got to hammer him. That's the one where you got to ask the hard questions, because if you've noticed, whenever they have to answer questions at a special event oh, geez, can't we just enjoy the sweden all-star game draft Fuck off <laughs> <laughs> answer some goddamn questions about the league you run man mm-hmm.
2: well yeah um, you, they i i i hate that it's like it's like well we're enjoying we're trying to enjoy this special occasion have you ever let's seen- not distract from the event on the ground well, okay, then make yourself available more often.
0: That, yeah, dude, that footage of Rick Westhead having to like literally chase Gary Bettman around—I think it was like the draft floor. Yeah, is mind-boggling. I can't believe that hasn't gone viral. It, like, we gotta
1: it,
2: find it. it. It's, no, I did at the time.
1: Did it? That was like a decade ago, wasn't it? Not? I know, it was but a I, long it feels like it should time
2: be ago. one of those things that's like in the lexicon that like. <laughs> I almost feel like people should be memeing that. It's like Gary Bettman when someone tries to ask him a question, he's just like running away. There's no no social media. Yeah, you're right. And then it was like, why frog back then? (laughs) It
0: it should have given so much more context to that press conference that Rick Westhead was on the Zoom one Mm -hmm. that uh, he was basically froze out of for 45 minutes until Pierre Lebrun spoke up. Um, Like if he is not in the same room as you, he won't answer your questions. And even if you are, he'll run away <laughs> if you're a journalist with any integrity. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I've, I've, I had to look at Jesse's laptop to remember what we were talking about.
1: The uh, the auction price for the mask has been uh, going out of control.
0: That's maybe the one good thing to come of this. Yes. Is I'm sure that mask is more expensive because of what has happened
1: exactly so the, out of all of this we have a very good cause and a uh, a lot of money going to to uh very important people um right now i'm just trying i'm talking and trying to pull up the bid it is currently at as last time alan walsh tweeted 22 hours ago the bid is up to $1,500. fifteen hundred no, dollars
0: Fifteen thousand. fifteen
1: thousand. sorry fifteen thousand dollars
0: Bro, I'd have bought it for (laughs) $1,500 for an NHL mask.
2: That's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Yeah. That's, I mean. Man, imagine raising money for charity.
0: There's no anti this. I'm really struggling to find the words, right? But there's there's no one against this, right? There's no opposite side of this.
1: Yeah, and that's why they chose not to find them.
0: Right. Yeah. But there shouldn't have been anything in the first place. There shouldn't have been any, like there are certain things where you go, well, there are people on the other side of that and it's because of X or Y or Z. And we can have a long debate about whether those opinions are even valid, but for now they're valid. This Who's against this? What the fuck? Who was like, no. Mm -mm. Those flowers offend my X, Y, and Z beliefs. No one! No one! Be adults and use your fucking brain.
2: There is nuance to situations. And frankly, it's such a funny policy because we just spent... The first segment of the show talking about Trent Frederick and Jacob Truba and the and the the slash to the head, accidental mm-hmm. slash to the head. And what's funny is Jesse was talking about the rules and how they're they keep them vague for a reason. And it's that so that the NHL can maintain control and maneuver within the rules. If they're too tight, the NHL has no recourse other than to adhere to its own rules. And yet on this one, this was a blanket, pointed. Can't find any wriggle room, no room to breathe argument that they slapped on a policy that already existed. This wasn't even the first policy. This was the clarification memo. So the NHL went against its own thing, which is keep it vague. Don't say too much. We might actually be held to a standard. And now they're being held to a standard. I guess that's why they keep things vague. They're not good at
0: this. Oh, oh, they're very I was going to continue this. that sentence. They're yeah, not I, good at this. I, I, no, I,
2: they are, though. They're very good at this. Uh-huh. Gary Bettman has been in power, and that's how we have to look at it. Since 1993. He's, he is he is brilliant at this, actually. We're just talking about his screw-ups. I, I, I'm i telling you, man, Gary Bettman's phenomenal at what he does. Phenomenal at what he does. Yeah. And, and, and and you don't have to like his policies, but he's maintained his power.
1: Since we spent so much time on Marc-Andre Fleury, Fleury, we should also shout out Sergei Bobrovsky who was the first to do this to oh. defy, defy the theme. I think we brought up briefly on the show. Yes. Um, he wore the hockey fights cancer mask uh, early a couple weeks ago in the uh, Florida game.
0: So if I'm not mistaken, the reason his mask and I can't remember the other goalies mask were allowed were because they were previously approved no is that
1: not true no they were also not allowed and you are mistake. They, wore, they wore them anyways
0: oh so they just yeah.
1: it was it was the exact same situation there sergey borowski was denied wearing this master in the summer because of the new policy right and then everybody was outraged and they're like what do you mean he can't wear the hockey fights cancer mask and then he wore it anyways and they never find him
0: and and who would be like you know i'm actually rooting for cancer a little bit yeah no no no, because that's a fucking ridiculous thing to think. No one thinks that. No one's in the pro-cancer lobby.
2: Ah, uh, by the way, how perfect is it that the Panthers are sponsored by LaCroix? Are they? Yeah. How perfect is that? A nice a nice light beverage for your sunny days. That is perfect. It's perfect. Uh, by the way, uh, Drew just sent me a text from Jonas Siegel. Uh, tweet, excuse me, from Jonas Siegel. Um, William Nylander played 505 five-on-five minutes with Austin Matthews last last year. The Leafs in that time outscored teams 38 to 14. Holy shit. At five on five? And people forget that all the way through the Mike Babcock era, Marner and Matthews were not even allowed to play together. They were barely on the ice at the same time. Yes, They were so inflexible. It was Mm Nylander-Matthews.
0: And they had some good years together. Just a bit. Wow. So that'll be fun. Now I'm curious about the Marner-Tavares breakdown. I bet it's good. I also bet it's good.
2: They're, they were spectacular together. I know. I don't understand. I think it was because Marner and Matthews wanted to play together. But I never understood why they broke those guys up. Tavares was outstanding with Marner mm-hmm. after that year. they
0: they, they were out, like they were crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, then, well, he scored forty-seven, and then Matthews went and scored sixty. So yeah, like, I guess, I guess. You know, yeah. both guys had Marner on their wing. He's a good player. Did we mention that? We need to make sure we mention that. X amount. He's a great of times. player. Yes, and yes. It
1: just last of the shoutouts: uh, Philip Grubauer also wore his uh, purple mask um, earlier this month for the Kraken, and Logan Thompson. Uh, he was told, "No, you can't put a ribbon on your mask." Uh, a couple of weeks ago,
0: although Logan Thompson hasn't commented on it
1: yet. Yeah, he hasn't said anything. But there's there's Grubauer as well. Shout him out! I'll shout out all these goalies who are defying the uh, defying the rules and supporting great causes which there shouldn't be supporting like <laughs> awareness for cancer sentence. how dare they support awareness for cancer Defying, uh,
0: defying the the league's thing for what sorry jesse can you just uh, they up?
1: don't want the goalies openly supporting awareness for cancer
0: should we cut that out of the show for all the people who love cancer i think there's a it lot might of bf listen
2: there are we we have to we have to look at both sides <laughs> We have to. We have to look at both sides if we're going to have a true debate here. The
1: NFL um, didn't think about the rule at all. No,
2: they didn't. And and it goes back to my like, this is what's so crazy is that every rule they've enacted is clear as mud, except for this one. Like I, I just don't know how they how they didn't follow their own policy. You guys have been doing this for thirty years. This is your fault. You every, did this to you. Every goalie just has to wear a white mask, and that's it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) moving on the Vancouver Canucks. I'm going to, I'm going to quote you Rick Tockett. This is a learning lesson. Playoff teams don't do this sort of stuff. That's after he said they wasted a good effort against Seattle and then lost to San Jose. He said, San Jose has been playing good and they worked hard tonight and we didn't. Again, this is a learning lesson. Playoff teams don't do this sort of stuff. I mentioned it in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and I think it needs to be brought up. Mm. If you look at the Vancouver Canucks through the first month and a half of this year, The teams that they played and the level that those teams were playing at, forget your early season predictions, was pretty bad. The Vancouver Canucks now have the third hardest schedule, and that's before the San Jose game, of the entire league the rest of the way. That was the first part of that quote. Uh, we weren't ready to play early. We wasted a good effort against Seattle. San Jose's been playing good and they worked hard tonight and we didn't. This is a learning so lesson. He says they wasted a good effort against Seattle. They beat Seattle 5-1.
1: I don't know. That's why I, I want you to maybe, <laughs> maybe he's
0: saying they didn't build off of it. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was like, they then. beat Seattle. They yeah. fucking handled We them. had a great effort against Seattle and we didn't I misunderstood.
2: Okay. I okay. thought I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's why I was and, confused.
0: At, <laughs> at, you, you also messed up, Adam, because you didn't uh, have the second part of the quote where he walked back the criticism of his team. Stop. <laughs> Stop he didn't do that? <laughs> what do you mean he had a backbone and stood by his criticism? I don't get it. I just can we pause the show so Adam can explain this concept.
2: I'd like to talk about. I'd like to talk about. I didn't actually see a compliment. Oh, I did see a compliment in there. There was a compliment. Good effort against Seattle. But I'd like to. Oh, see, I am. I am curious about the Vancouver Canucks. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Ducks next, so you know the Ducks are nine and eleven. Eh, iffy team. But I am. I think the next two months of Vancouver Canucks hockey is going to be
0: fascinating. Oh, absolutely. Who are they really?
2: No, well, I mean, like, remember remember that thing that I said years ago? I was like, okay, the Penguins are good. Beat a real team. And then they beat the Leafs.
0: You guys remember
2: that? Yeah. Yes. I feel like a little bit like that with the Canucks. Like, they've had a very easy schedule. Look at their games and look at who they've played. No, I don't I don't, I don't
1: want to make this so simple. But like, um, what was the game? Saturday, the, the Sharks game was. Casey DeSmith was in that because Demko started on the Friday game where they handled Seattle and he allowed it was four goals on 18 shots. He made 18 saves. Sorry, four that goals was, on 22 shots. that you had he, he was he was terrible was and they blew the game.
0: Underrated part of why they were bad last year is they just didn't have Demko for the majority of the season.
1: Yeah. And it was the second night of a back to back. So yeah. you're going to be a little tired. Your backup goalies in and he gave up a stinker. It was a, a stinky performance from DeSmith.
0: Yeah, but their coach is holding them to a high standard and not apologizing for it, which I think is great. Fantastic. And that's why Vancouver is going to be great moving forward because they have Rick Talkett. I'd say the one, the one, not asterisk, but like flag is sometimes teams do extremely well because they have a player playing at MVP caliber for the first time. Look at the Devils at the beginning of the season. Jack Hughes was scoring three points a game and they were not losing. And uh, then he went down with an injury and they've been kind of, but ever since. Quinn Hughes, I have to say this with producer Drew in the room, I would take Kale McCarr over Quinn Hughes, but Quinn Hughes is playing MVP level hockey right now.
1: They got two. They have two? They got two guys. To go, Elias oh, uh, Pettersson and Quinn Hughes.
2: But that's, sure. why, that's why it's sustainable. They're not sure what that Pettersson, that they, they, they want him to stick around. They'll figure it out. No, they said that. They'll figure
0: We're it out. We're not sure.
2: They're figuring it out.
0: The I, there was a salty Leaf fan who was like, okay, I know we talk about William Nylander's contract every fucking day. What, why aren't we? Why isn't Elias Petterson's like leading the league in scoring? Why yeah. aren't we talking about this every day? Yeah, <laughs> I know. They're right. They're right, man. They're right. They're they, have, they have right. three trophy-worthy
1: players on their lineup right now. Quinn Hughes, get that Norris. Mm-hmm. Pedersen
2: could get that. Quinn Hughes' defense, though, is,
0: oh, it's I it's mean, atrocious. Carlson,
2: topic. Carlson is. A defense yeah, I guess. The yeah, I
0: guess. It's, it's, it's terrible. Sorry. <laughs> Quinn Hughes I'm with sorry. the
2: Norris. Pedersen with
1: the heart, and Demko with the Vesna.
0: Damn. And why not throw in Talkit for the Jack Adams? Talkit with the Jack Adams. There you, there you go. go.
1: Ah. So
0: it. I don't know. I think
2: it's a recipe for success. I'm not worried about the Canucks. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, but that's I'm, when was I don't. Last okay, time the
0: team won four. I'm going to like run you who they played.
2: I'm going to run you who they played just to back my first two games. The Canucks play is against oh, the Oilers. This is then a, they play the Flyers. So all <laughs> then it's Tampa, Tampa, and then Florida. Okay, those are playoff teams. Uh, P- Nashville not a playoff team. Blues not a playoff team. Rangers not a playoff team. Nashville not a playoff team. Sharks not a playoff team. Stars playoff team Oilers last year but not this year a playoff team and then Canucks Leafs Canadians, Islanders Flames Canucks, Kraken but. sorry Canucks Senators mm-hmm. Senators <laughs> and then the Sharks again guys this is not th- this is not a strong schedule that this team has played Steve, so the reason that those guys are all at that level has got to be mm. has got to be a little <laughs> bit inflated you got to give
1: me that Steve do you see all the birds flying away because they see a straw man
2: how <laughs> is that a straw man? How is that a straw man? You gotta beat the There's teams in front about of you. That's a straw man. Oh, you gotta beat the teams. you're, yeah, you're, but, cr- you're criticizing. So okay, okay, yeah, you know what? You know what? The caliber of teams doesn't matter. You're right. No, you're, you're cr- right. You're criticizing. It
1: couldn't matter. You're criticizing a team for winning games. No,
2: I'm. I'm saying back. how are. dare Walk they, they back beat right the teams right in front of okay. them okay. when they Walk start back, when they start regularly beating <laughs> teams that are caliber that are gonna make the playoffs? You're gonna challenge them.
0: They beat the teams that they played. No, ah! that makes a great don't point. Talk about a straw man. That's a straw man. They're winless against the Leafs.
2: Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. By the way, 0 and 1. they also <laughs> benched Kuzmenko, whose shooting percentage has regressed from 27% last year to 10% this year. Okay. Well, did they walk back the benching? <laughs> they I didn't. They did. Actually, it's interesting that they didn't do no, that. No, really? Do you think that they should? Did they stroke is ego. You know what? I, I can't boy. believe that you guys are going to sit there, both of you, and look me in the face and say that strength of schedule doesn't matter.
0: Oh, I didn't say that. I'm just enjoying you just laughing. This is outrageous. In. No. Outrageous. I do you, do you have the actual strength of schedule stats? Uh, uh, I can look it up if you want me you, to. You don't have Because right now it's based on BS. It's based on you reading the schedule. <laughs> what no, if no. those teams aren't in the playoffs because they keep losing to the Canucks? Whoa.
2: And Whoa. Whoa. Whoa uh no, li- a
0: listen adam valid also bullshit <laughs> i think you can make a point that's valid and also bullshit at the same time can you yes yeah like it's bullshit good because they have to play the teams in front of them it's not their fault that they played those teams but uh wait did i start with bullshit yeah it's valid because i don't remember listen the canucks are good because they've been good mm-hmm. let's see if they continue to be good which you're skeptical of and jesse is optimistic for yeah
1: i got it i think that's that's a good summary steve mm-hmm. let's go it's called you double s summary steve
0: yeah jesse walk back your criticism of that. i'm just that was, saying i, was, I will was, i'm I will. just saying back. guys
1: yeah well, be on the lookout are you, do you have the actual strength of schedule numbers from the
2: schedule.
1: oh right in the middle
0: they're 15 so
2: far I said the remainder is their the top their top three in remainder.
1: Yeah, who? So Drew, because you probably can't hear it, he's not on mic. Uh, he said they're fifteenth in strength of schedule
2: so, so far. far.
1: Yeah, for who they've played. But, no, but what? you you're acting like they're they're
2: thirtieth. Uh, you know, like they played. Well, the I mean, they've schedule. played mostly. They have played the Oilers three times, so that's three gimmies. Uh, wow! It is. Oh, oh, the Oilers Whoa! are great. You're right. I'm sorry. It's the Oilers are so great this year. Oh my God. No, Steve, be, uh, all games
1: versus the Oilers are gimme. The Leafs are going to lose. Did you 12, hear that? One. I, I, <laughs> I did you know that?
2: <laughs> all Why games? Does this have to be about the Leafs. This that's a, you. That's not me. This is uh, uh the Leafs are going to lose 12-1. Tw- I'm it half. telling you guys. I'm telling you guys. This is they're going to lose 12 100. What what are you telling us? I'm telling you that we will find out what the Canucks really are. That's what I will uh, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm telling you. And I don't <laughs> think that I don't think that this you guys are talking like there's a trophy coming to this team.
0: No, as the, as that's only not happens. true. Oh, we said four. just mentioned that. We said four. We four, said
2: four trophies. What oh, and the cup. About?
1: Five. Oh, yeah, yeah, the cup. No, President. <laughs> this is <insane>. Mike. Mike. I can't believe this. Yeah, yeah. What other trophies? The Western Lady Bing, Conference won. Lady Bing to JT Miller. Unbelievable. There's going to be like nine trophies. Yeah, Bill Masterson. Master Masterson. 10. I know what I said.
0: I mean, he knows what he said. He's. He knows what he <laughs> <laughs> said. Walk it back. don't know if he Walk What's back now Walk it back. What's right? The Canucks mascot? Canuckie. Is it? it actually? No, I don't know. <laughs> Canucks
2: mascot. I can look that up. Finn. <laughs> mean, somebody. Finn the whale. Finn. Finn. Fin. That's nothing. What can- the fuck? Canuck-y. What is wrong with you guys?
1: Oh, God. Finn. Finn deserves a trophy
2: is all I wanted to say. <gasps> Drew's just sent us through a thing and it says 14th hardest. Yeah, Drew, I saw that too. That's not that's (gasps) that is not remaining though.
1: Oh, man. That's yeah no they're they're they have a they have a very difficult back half of the season that's not untrue at all and we're gonna see if they can rise to the cage what they've done right now is they've gave themselves a very nice cushion for the rest of the for the rest of the schedule and for the rest of the season here it's they've they've got out to a hot start which is all you can ask for your teams to beat the teams in front of you and they've done that and I think that's a that's a very and good I, thing and all
2: I said was we'll find out what they are. And then you guys are like, no, that shit doesn't matter. It does fucking matter, guys. They okay, just just Nashville and Edmonton alone, they have six wins.
0: Adam. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I can't stand it.
1: You guys cool. are
0: you guys are losing me. No, losing but what if
1: here. what if they lost those games?
0: Canuckie's gonna kick your ass.
2: I know. Well, Finn the Whale.
1: Finn the Whale. Can- no.
2: Finn, who is the who Finn is the fuck dude. dude? Who is the guy with the toque, too? They have like the special jersey.
0: Oh Johnny um, Canuck? Yeah, there it is. Is that where Kanukki comes from? Oh, maybe. I just, I just it was the first thing that popped into my head. You ever just want to lie to your friend real quick? <laughs> let me let me walk back the lie. It's Kanucky. Not Kanaki. Mm-hmm. Finn the whale. All right. Finn the whale,
1: right? Is that he's a whale. Is that is that it? I don't know. Yeah. They
2: have to play New York oh. once, Boston twice, LA four times, Vegas four times, Colorado twice, and Dallas twice in the remaining
0: six. Oh years. shit. That's tough. off schedule. Western conference yeah. schedule.
2: But they also have they also have like you know their division is, is sort of feast or famine right like you've got the flames who are I watched the flames game was it Friday or Saturday mm-hmm. they're bad it, try to tell you guys yeah they're, they're really not, bad they're not a good option. I I honestly Jesse I'm so I just on paper I was like that has to be a good team no. right nope no they're no. bad they're just bad yeah um they're not they don't move
0: things they don't pass well they they're don't
1: slow as hell
0: you know the best thing for this show what would be the Canucks just Oh, I hope they win the president's trophy
2: now. Uh, I hope, I hope, because all I said was, for the record, we'll see who they are. That's it is that that oh for, yeah that's all me. you said forgive me for saying uh i don't believe yet all it, right. it's a good thing that this is a
1: recorded show and everything you actually said is I on didn't tape say they
0: were shit i just saw it first two months and you guys are like Best but we'll not. see about Jack the remaining <laughs>
2: definitely gonna win the heart seven trophy. that's a real you know what no, real the good thing i gonna lit up most for and i'm right by the way is quentin hughes's defense needs a lot of work
0: Oh I know I'm right. I know you can tweak me all you want.
2: It's his defense sucks. I mean he's no Kill McCarr. Yeah. <laughs> he's no Eric he's, he's he's turning he's got an Eric Carlson edge to him, right? Where it's like, ah, defense.
0: Yeah, no, he's not all around the Kill McCarr.
2: Okay, so uh yeah, the flames, bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is
0: there anything else you guys wanted to hit or should we just do the
1: uh Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane, the latest out of Patrick Kane. Are you is not that, bored by this? Yeah, me too. Uh, yes,
0: I
2: am. I don't <laughs> give a, a shit. Here's a, yeah. here's a guy <laughs> who's not good anymore. Why don't Whoa, we, but, oh,
0: God, he's going to go to the Canucks and fucking <laughs> kill you, Adam Wilde. He's not Him going and to the on his
1: wing. <laughs> I was gonna say, latest out of Patrick Kane is that uh Detroit is the front runner. I thought that was interesting, but I'm I'm just waiting for the saga to end. I just need I just want an answer. But I
2: thought Detroit this is an interesting spot for him to be. That's in like the, the division yeah. we watch. You Kevin, know? Kevin oh, yeah. Adams can't let that happen, by the way. Mm. You can't let a hometown guy go to Detroit. You can't. Now I know Tage Thompson being injured hurts you, but you the the Sabers have to do. Oh,
0: this. hurts my fantasy team so bad. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fantasy, uh, Patrick Kane is one of the most picked up players in Yahoo fantasy. It's
2: a, it's a bad move.
1: Like you think so? He, he takes up a roster spot. You can't put him on IR. Like everybody's doing that. Like why are you taking away games for the next couple weeks? You don't know when he's gonna sign. I just noticed that. I saw that and I was like, did I miss something? Did Me too. He... Somebody in my in my league picked him up too. And I really? Like, that's, a, that's a bad decision. Mm-hmm like that's as somebody who likes to critique fantasy moves for a living.
2: Yes. What when would have been the good time? As soon as he signs. As soon as he signs, yeah. Like
1: I I I, I value games too much in for week to week in fantasy. It's why I believe in one goalie um strategies and you just feel you get the minimum as 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 best you can each week. So How
0: About me right now, I have zero. <laughs> love have no that. Goalies?
1: Love that. That's that's one of the be- if you have the balls to do it, go all out and do it. Um, I just but,
0: sort of fucked up. Oh yeah, <laughs> I <just> kind of. <laughs> but like, your you're locking
1: into a good strategy. It's yeah. good. It's good. There's ways to pivot around having zero goalies. And like, I my only goalie is Demko. So like, oh. I'm I'm just feasting. Like last year, one of my only goalie, uh, the only goalie I kept in my lineup was Olmark. You know, so if you can get that strategy, you're 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 feasting. But so to have a roster spot of a guy who's not going to play any games for weeks, you're running a bad fantasy team as a manager.
0: I like I'm looking for a breakout goalie and there hasn't really been one like a goalie who is he he wasn't going to be getting the majority of his team starts. But now he is and he's performing well in them. You know what I mean? Who are you gonna say? Because I have a name. Okay, but he's meh, I, and I gotta pick him back up. Joey Decord, because not bad. He started as Seattle's, I think, third. Yeah, and now he's played as many games as Grubauer, mm-hmm. and his numbers are better.
1: Yeah, and he'll they'll probably be a split from like here on out. You would think. Yeah, I was gonna suggest because he might go on some sort of run and then might be a trade piece if they fall off the team we were just talking about, the Detroit Red Wings and Alex Lyon.
0: He's already scooped up. Ah, oh, somebody uh, got I I went this morning.
1: Yeah, because uh, now that Huso's been away and Lyon's been playing, he's been great in the in the few games he's played, and that could be somebody who goes to a contender or sticks around in Detroit and just plays well and becomes uh, the starter or backup. In so I need an injury So Patrick
2: Kane, like, guys? Mm-hmm. No way. No. No. I'm just asking. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! Well, we're on the same team. The the Red Wings. Fair like, enough. Do we care?
1: Nah. He is. Is he a
2: different a difference maker? I think he still he, is. He can be uh, talent wise. Is can his body be a difference maker? No, no. And that's why. That's why I said. oh, it's like I was joking when I say player that's not good anymore. He's playing in the NHL. Obviously, he's good. But my my point is that like. This isn't Patrick Kane in 2015. He's
0: a huge question mark. Like 100%.
2: He saw so Nicholas room. Bi- and like, and it's, okay, so he's had a bunch of Zoom meetings. So they all fucking do. Who cares? Just give me,
0: sign, and then I'm interested. A lot needs to happen for me to get excited about this. And also, uh, like, there's rumors all the time. Every year, there's a story that takes months to pay off. And John it's Klingberg's so rarely contract. so worth it. Oh, my. Freaking. You remember, remember that season? Merrick just leading every 32 thoughts with here's what's going to happen. And then it never happened. And then it never happened. Like yeah, They were th- trying to get the it the done. Um, <laughs> Seven there, million. Yeah. And he did that. What, what else? Like Kovalchuk years ago. What's going to happen there? Like every year. Oh my god the Eichel trade. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, months. That months. Dude, saga. Months. Nylander holding out. Months.
2: Terrible. Marner mm. Marner potentially holding out even though he never did hold out. They got the contract done. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: the Patrick Kane thing too. The way they're the rumors are coming out and the reports are coming out and they're they're couching the his like destinations with he doesn't want to travel a lot. I'm like, how injured is this person? If he doesn't want to hop
2: on a couple extra planes, well, so he, he won't play in the West. Yeah, I mean, that—that's like, that, that's the thing, right? Yeah, it? like it's—it is a. I mean, you're. I'm, what did you say last episode? Any player over thirty is managing something, and I didn't say that. Or, I think it was Jesse. Oh, was it Jesse? Okay, maybe well, I did. I don't know. Yeah, but but it's true. But yeah, like I would be. That would be a concern for me as an Eastern Conference team. I'd be he's, like, like, I, he's like, I want to play in
1: Detroit or, or Buffalo yeah. because all the teams are kind of close to there. And like Florida is out of the way out of the other Atlantic Conference. And like, he wants a multi year
0: about- deal, by the way. Yeah. I'm he not, wants you know, more than one. I'm not going to get overly fussed about it because like Backstrom looked great and then had to step away from the sport. Um, uh, like a month ago, there was footage of Jesse Pugliarvi on the ice and he looked like the best skater I've ever seen. And, um, Where's that at?
2: I think anything acquiring this guy has to understand that like they're getting a a lottery ticket, right? This is an early trade deadline acquisition. Mm -hmm. And you're hoping that he, you know, give him a couple months, I would say, to get the injury right Mm -hmm. and also warm up into playing like Patrick Kane. Because remember, he's missed training camp and he's never he's not going to be at the level like he's he might come in and have like a great game because it's the NHL. But
0: that's an important point, though, Adam. It's going to take time. Well, not just that it's going to take time, but you're also not getting Patrick Kane to be a regular season superstar for you. No. You're getting him to hopefully put you over the top in the playoffs. Yes. Like he has done times in the past. The most recent one was eight years ago. But, you know, it is, it's is—it's happened. Mm-hmm. And you believe it because you've seen it. But a lot has to go right. I think...
2: Um, the, the good thing for the acquiring team is that they're acquiring a deadline asset early who can warm into their system and not have to pay any assets for it. But the problem you're doing or that you are con- committing to is tying up deadline cap space. So if it doesn't mm-hmm. work out, you may not have the space to maneuver that you thought. And if there gets into a bit of a bidding war between a couple of teams here, you're looking at a potentially a multi-year deal and potentially it's not going to be the million dollar deal like like that—that that people have suspected. Yeah, you're asking for trouble though. If you're bidding war for uh, th- an unknown, I think so. Yeah, I, uh, but if
0: you're if you're Detroit, um, you got the cap room. You don't care. Well, you have the cap room, but also if you spend the cap, you also have the money. So if you have to give them a multi-year contract in LTIR, you're not afraid of that. But mm-hmm. no, Detroit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they true. have them. They have big money. Actually, you know what? The one thing, the one story I do want to hit before we go to the press conference, if we do one, is um, Corey Perry. So, oh. you know, we didn't really we didn't really touch too much on it. But essentially, if, if you have missed everything, he was lined up to play a game, was in uh, in warmups and then they pulled him. And he has if you ask the Blackhawks, they've said it was not his decision. We've taken him away from the team. If you ask his agent and his agent is obviously it's his agent job to um, to to defend him, Corey, it was Corey's decision to take a a leave of absence from the team uh, to deal with some family matters. Now, there's a million different things that this could be. Um, But if you look at it, there is something fairly suspicious feeling about it. And it might just be because it's the Chicago Blackhawks and everybody's suspicious of the Blackhawks, as they should be. Um, A lot of people are like, how are the Blackhawks not saying more about this? And I think it's because they can't and I That's I, my assumption. I think the Blackhawks are doing everything they possibly can to turn their PR around. Everything they can, look at what they've tried to do and trying to be every, you know, everybody's likable franchise again.
0: My assumption is the Blackhawks are probably more sensitive to anything surrounding their team than others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not because I think they're a particularly well-run organization, but like, I think they're pretty sick of this. <laughs> yeah. I think they're pretty sick of being in the news for non-hockey reasons
2: i think this might be a situation potentially there could be there could be a million different outcomes there could be a trade there could be a wave and i also want to put on your radar there could be a termination of contract here we don't know it's possible. that's all out there and what's driving this story and was what we said friday which is the lack of information mm-hmm. that's the part that if Who you had said he it was day-to-day and it was an injury that'd be one thing
0: yeah but I don't know if it's medical. I don't know if I don't. We just don't know. I, like, yeah, we, could, like, like we it's didn't difficult. know anything
2: with Sam Gerard too. Right. And he he was in he's he's gone. Now he's made the, the statement and he's going to be, mm-hmm. a, you know, player assistance program and that sort of thing. And that's yeah, that's awesome. But we don't we just don't know. And that is, again, it's a weird thing that human beings have. we all slow down for a car accident. We all want to know. We're curious human beings. Mm-hmm. Um. So that'll be a fascinating one to watch this week. Do you think. Do you think there's a trade? Like, because I don't think he plays for the Blackhawks ever again.
0: It's that's the it sense. Sure, seems that way. Doesn't, doesn't it? it? Like, it feels like that. Yeah. Um, and that's well. A- I tell you what. If the reason for whatever is going on, like, okay, if something has happened and it requires a trade, I, I, I don't even like. This is the thing. Like, I know we talk about hockey for a living. I don't feel qualified to talk about this. $4 million he's making. So just yeah.
2: in hockey terms, that's a difficult contract for most teams. To right. Do, it's just uh,
1: hard to, like, you're asking us to predict what's going to happen. It's hard to predict what's going to happen if we don't know what's happened. No, and I'm and sorry. Let me be clear.
2: I'm not asking for a prediction. But I'm saying right. this is one of those situations where all is on the table. Right,
1: right. So, but, like, we can't say moving forward how we think this is going to play. off. there's going to be a trade, if it's going to be a release, if it's going to be anything, if just going to play again, you know, because we don't know. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what it comes down Corey to. Corey
0: Perry is an extremely valuable hockey player. Like even at that cap hit, someone would take him. I mean, someone obviously did the Blackhawks. Yeah. Um. I have no idea what's going on, man. Yeah. No idea.
2: Yep. Yep, this is going to be fascinating. So should we do the press conference? Uh, let's end on
1: one thing. All right, let's do it. I want to do a special shout out to the Los Angeles Kings. The Los Angeles Kings have yet to lose a game on the road. They are one of the hottest teams in the NHL right now, sitting second in the Pacific Division, uh, 8-1-1 and in their last 10 on a five-game winning streak. And as I mentioned, they have yet to lose a game on the road. Conversely... The San Jose Sharks have yet to win a game on the road. The LA Kings are 9-0. The San Jose Sharks are 0-9. Steve Dangle, Adam Wild, put your line in the sand right now. Who wins on the road first and who loses on the road first? Or that's not how I should ask the question. Which one happens first?
0: Will there the we Sharks go. win a game on the road before the Kings lose one? There you go. Pick a side which one you got hmm
2: that's a tough you
0: have one. the schedules up
1: uh yeah i was doing that it does matter i
0: want to know the next three games for each
1: yeah i think uh i was getting the schedules here so it's uh, uh, uh there's la and let me do san jose schedule while you guys figure out side you're answer, gonna pick but... so the san jose sharks their schedule they have the Washington Capitals and the that is
2: the good Washington Capitals whole, by the way. So they
1: got Washington at home. So their next road game is Boston on Thursday. <clears throat> no,
2: <that's> <laughs> and then they got New Jersey, New Jersey on Infra-ing. Friday, back
1: to back Boston, New Jersey. But New Jersey has not been playing oh, well. As no, second they half of back to back, though? Second half of the back to back. That should be feasting for New Jersey. Then they got the Rangers at MSG on Sunday. Then they got the Islanders on Tuesday. Fortnite, ew. They got Detroit on Thursday. Golden the- Knights the following Sunday. Wow. My so we have God. a lot of games here. They're going on a long road trip. Can they pick up okay, a okay,
2: Okay, now give, give me the Sharks. Or sorry, give me the LA.
1: LA, they have Washington at home on Wednesday. So that doesn't matter. They got uh, oh! Colorado at home, doesn't matter. So they go on the road. They got Columbus, Montreal, New York, New York. A lot of this has
2: to do with the Islanders and Rangers. Yep. So they have a four-game road trip. Do they go undefeated? I think LA can get, they can, they can, I, they should beat the first three. The Rangers on the second half of a back-to-back sucks. Yeah, that's a tough sucks. one. Mm-hmm. That's a really tough one. Because the Rangers are really good. So that's December 10th. So December 10th,
1: the San Jose oh. Sharks would have played the the Devils, the Bruins, the Rangers, the Islanders, and Detroit. Do, do the Sharks pick up a win in that span before...
0: I'm saying yeah. the Sharks win one of those games. Sharks, have got to win. They're going to win one of those games,
1: damn it. Before LA loses like to columbus or oh something or montreal or yeah. the islanders i
2: can't like it's it's always good teams that get taken down by somebody stupid like it was what was it like was it who i think the ducks ended colorado and Vegas' streaks this
0: year to start the year jesse you barely yes. the lead go back go back go back and uh where was the game where the sharks play the kings oh <laughs>
1: Oh, yes, that comes up uh, December 19th. Yeah, I don't,
2: think, I don't think we make it there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope we do, though. <laughs> I hope we do. The yeah, road that would be Bowl. the Game of the century.
2: <laughs> game of the century.
0: Game of the century.
1: No, but L.A. could lose. On yeah. the so, could
0: beat la in san jose drew was
1: saying it doesn't matter for anybody
0: shut up <laughs>
1: it does matter because one of the teams would be on the road
0: <laughs> I'm getting you a quinn hughes jersey for christmas
2: <laughs> um, so who you guys picking uh ooh, I'm, 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 I'm picking san jose defense. i'm team san jose both yeah. oh, wow yeah. they LA, haven't been bad recently. la is like they're i love that team i love the way they're constructed i love their prospects oh
0: they're still like uh, probably cup favorites right now. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and
2: their goaltending is held up
0: <laughs> up there, top three.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. I thought you meant like one of one. They got to be was like Boston, Vegas got to be one uh, two.
2: Right? Yeah, I think so. And then LA three. And but we thought LA would be third best in their division, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what I had. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I I I remember being hot on the Kings. Just throwing that out there. That team is that team is a spectacularly built team. If I if I were to reshuffle the way the Leafs were built, salary wise, that's how I would want it. Um, they're a cool team. Yeah, they are. They're they're awesome. Um, and so I don't think, and they've got that, they've got that old grizzled. We're not gonna fuck this up against young young teams sort of attitude. Like Kopitar and Dowdy are just not gonna let you fuck it up against the Blue Jackets.
0: You know who's got seven goals already? Who? Carl Grundstrom.
2: No way. Does he really? Pain. Wow. Pain. I mean, good for him. I mean, he's a guy. Pain. He's a guy. He's a second round pick guy. Muzzin was Muzzin was worth. It. I know Muzzin was worth. But it. But pain, listen, pain. Muzzin got them several extra games in each of the first round series they lost. At least. Fuck my life. <laughs> you guys both on the sharks? I'm on the sharks. Jesse, are you? No, both? I'm picking the Kings. Are you picking the Kings yeah. to screw it up? Really? No, to win. Oh, to win.
1: Like to beat. Like to the Sharks are gonna. No, wait. I have the Sharks. No, I have the Kings. Which side am my picking? I'm, I'm picking. picking the Kings. Are you guys, the guys picking? Lose. Are you guys picking
2: the team that you think is going to lose? The it or the, will
0: win a game on the road before the Kings lose one? Lose one.
2: Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they're, both, they're both thinking the Kings would be better. which you want? Yes. Okay. okay. We're on
0: the same team. Okay, we're on the same team. We
1: are, but it was really hard to yeah, articulate, yeah, yeah, articulate that. Uh, yeah. No, we're on the same team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused now. Let me walk it back. No. Let's end the show. <laughs> don't let him. Walk it back. No, I gotta walk it back. <laughs> I'm so confused. Are you guys gonna walk back the criticism you had of my Canucks take, which I, is we still no. don't know what they are yet at um, all. You had a good show, but we, like you're capable of great. Wow. And so, wow. Oh, you know what? I'm. I, I walk it back. I'm sorry
2: the steve dangle podcast follow the guys on twitter at steve
1: underscore dangle at adam w y l d e and at jesse blake connection complete